Hello, hello. Welcome to the Big Sky Breakdown. This is Coulter Nuanez. As always, you can find this podcast, SkylineSportsMT.com. Second day of December. How did this happen? Oh, my gosh. But it's a wonderful day to be alive because there's playoff football on both sides of the continental divide in the state of Montana. Something we've been looking forward to at Skyline Sports for a really long time. In this podcast, you'll hear from Bobby Houck, Montana head coach, his team preparing for southeastern Louisiana, a team out of the Southland Conference, the number 24-ranked team in the FCS. At-large bid out of the Southland, they were 7-4 and during the regular season. They rallied for a 45-44 victory over Villanova a week ago. Chase Vigil, he threw for more than 400 yards three touchdowns and southeast louisiana storms back from a 17 point deficit to post a 45 44 win over number eight villanova and move on to face the six seed of montana grizzlies despite a 48 14 loss in their regular season finale against montana state montana earns the number six seed and they have a home game at washington grizz for the first time since 2015 playoff football back under bobby Houck. here's what coach Houck had to say about sila and as always this podcast Presented in part by Town Pump, Montana's best since 1953, and so are Montana's firearms superstore. Thank those sponsors for being a part of the Big Sky Breakdown. Coulter, the weather has turned. It is gnarly out there. It's gnarly on the roads. But in Montana, that doesn't keep us home. We go everywhere we got to go. You and I always travel in for football. I'm going to be headed to some other places for Christmas, all this kind of stuff. You know what gives me comfort? I know that I'm always about 11 feet from a town pump superstore. I mean, no matter where I am in the state of Montana, you got gasoline, you got all the refreshments you need, the kids got to have, you know, a, a, a packet of gum, some chips, some water to keep them going, keep them satiated and satisfied in the back seat. And you know what other S word? Silent. Shut them up, those kids. You go to town pump and you got yourself some peace and calm in the van ride. I, sh- I should pay them $1 million for what they've done for me. I always hit up that town pump right when you get over Homestake Pass. Right in rocker there because yeah. I always run out of the spray fluid for the windshield. And the mm. semis are spraying on you. When it gets cold and icy and snowy like this, you got to have the right fluids in your car. And Town Pump's got that covered as well. And sometimes you need a beer for after the drive. So get yourself a six-pack, drink it when you get home, behave yourself. But it is. It's a great place no matter what you need. Fuel, food, caffeine, water, anything. And who knows, maybe you throw a dollar in the machine, you walk away a winner, too. I mean, you got all these different ways to recreate, stretch your legs on the highways. No matter where you're at in Montana, there's a town pump near you. Town pump, Montana's best since 1953. Okay. Uh, certainly, it's exciting to have playoff football back in, in Missoula. Um, you know, it's a big second-round game against southeast Louisiana. Um, I think our fans need to rise up this weekend, and playoff football is always fun, so... We need a we need a great Saturday in the stadium. Um, Southeast Louisiana is uh, obviously a really good football team. Um, they had a great win against Villanova last weekend. It was fun to watch. It was a it was an exciting game and uh, a lot of good plays on both sides of the ball. I think that Coach Cellphone and staff do a really nice job of of uh, coaching their team. They uh, they, they seem to be a team that uh, coaches and plans to attack what you do well uh, and take advantage of you rather than being a, hey, we, we do what we do type outfit, which I think is uh, 
you have to know what you're doing to be able to do it that way and, and that seems to be their their system um, they're good up front on both sides of the ball as well as being extremely skilled um, in all the, the skill position players so uh, it'll be a, a real test for us they've got 20 transfer players on their two deep which is interesting they've done a good job of blending that group uh, with their team including 12 FBS players so um, a lot of good looking athletes on their on their film Chase Virgil their quarterback is an all-conference uh, type of guy what does he do well well he's one he's one of the uh, FBS transfers and and we're familiar with with Virgil because he was at Fresno State and we were bunch of us were coaching in the Mountain West so we we know him well we've seen him up close and personal um, he does a nice job obviously a game last weekend he was on the money and um, you know he he runs it pretty well but he's a good thrower and um, he's a veteran player he knows what the heck he's doing coach Selfo has a, a long history with quarterbacks in particular. Can you see his... He's got a long history with in, a lot of <laughs> Fair enough. That's, but, a, that's a football family down there. Um, but can you see his influence on on Virgil from maybe the time he was at Fresno State to now? Um, well, I don't. I haven't really thought of it in that regard. They're pretty good quarterback guys at Fresno, too. So, um, But he, he's he's better now than he was at Fresno so he's he certainly gets some coaching and and you know if coach Selfo is the guy that's coaching him that whoever's doing it's done a nice job looks like they bring another kid in at quarterback sometimes though I mean do you see two quarterbacks yeah the big kid the Arkansas transfer um they use him a little more to run it he's a he's a big guy he's tall but he's big um he's been a little bit more of a runner he's got 10 touchdowns on the season leads him in touchdowns uh, 10 rushing touchdowns that is and uh, you know he, he played in the first half last week didn't play in the second half um, but he, he's a guy that they like to put the ball in his hands in short yardage situations and, and, and down in the goal line area Will they switch the quarterbacks during the drive or is it this is your drive this is your drive Oh boy Frank I don't know the answer to that I, uh, I don't know the answer to that Usually, seems to me it's it's say it's your drive, but you know then they'll do it. They'll do it in short yardage. So I guess a little of both. Tabor mentioned first time you guys have ever played southeast eastern Louisiana, but you played teams from the Southland before. Yeah. Traditionally, they throw the ball around a lot. So does this look like a, a Southland team that you maybe have familiar with in the past? Um. Yeah, a little bit. I mean. Everybody's running this stuff on offense, so it's not a, certainly exclusive to their conference. But uh, you know, they're they're spreading it out, and they got a significant RPO game and and, and a lot of zone. The quarterback's good; he, he can run it, he can throw it. So, uh, I mean, it's a lot like a lot of the teams we see. What was your approach last week to get your team mentally prepared for this week with the two weeks off and to uh, you know, overcome the disappointment of the rivalry game? Oh, we just went back to work. I mean, that's what you do. Win or lose, you go back to work and get ready. So uh, it was, I think it was, with our health being as bad as it was and is, I think that the ability to not play on Saturday was great for us. So uh, 
it would have been hard to limp out there last Saturday. So, you know, a, few, a little bit of practice, some lifting, a couple of days off, probably really good for us. Does Cielo look like anybody from the Big Sky that you guys have played so far this year? Um, probably Sac State would be the closest, both in terms of style and personnel. They, again, they're they're good up front and they're, and they're really skilled. So Sac would be the one I think probably be the best comparison. It's been a couple of years since Maybe there's it's the green unis. <laughs> Go ahead. It's been a couple of years since there's been. Uh, yeah, postseason when you're, when football. You're too long, but. Yeah, uh, what do you expect the environment to be like, both in in Washington Grizz and just in the city this week leading up to kickoff? Well, I hope it's great. I know everybody's ex- leading up to the season was excited about the the prospect of getting back into the playoffs, and certainly it's a place we we want to be accustomed to. But I would assume everybody's pretty juiced up about this deal. I know our team is and our staff is. And, so I, I really, uh, like I mentioned when we started, I, I really hope people are excited about it and, and uh, we can have a fun day on Saturday. You mentioned that you guys felt a little bit ahead of schedule, you know, when, when you first retook the job. Yeah. Why do you think it's clicked for your team? Why do you think guys think you're ahead of schedule at this point? You have more wins than I thought we'd get. What do you credit to that? Is that just players or coaching? What's Hard work. What does it look, look like defensively? Uh... They're multiple. Um, it depends on the week. It's kind of like I mentioned when I sat down. They, they. I think they tend to, to scheme to beat you, rather than just do what they do. So that's a hard question to answer. I mean, some weeks they're odd. Some weeks they're even. Some weeks they're more zone. They lean to that. Some weeks they, lean to more man. So, um, they scout you. They choose how to play, and and then they go with it. 104 tackles for loss, which I think would be the most in the big sky. That's, I mean, that's a lot of tackles for loss. Yeah, so. I, I didn't actually didn't realize that number. Um, that's a lot. I mean, how important do you think that is? Just when you watch the film, is that a really important factor of, of them is just getting negative plays? Well, I think anytime you can defensively get people behind schedule, it's a, it's a benefit to your defense. I mean, if if you get them to third, you know, you win on first down and get losses or second down, then all of a sudden you're in third and longer, you're you be better in third down and more three and outs and all those things that add up. Coach, you and your staff have spent a lot of time in the postseason, but the guys on your team, not so much. Is there anything that you have needed to do this week or will need to do this week to sort of get them in the right mode to play in the postseason? Uh, I think they'll be excited to play, which is the critical thing. Um, I know they're, they all came in yesterday and were – on Sunday afternoon, we're talking about it. Stopped in to make sure we were working as coaches, I suppose. But they, they're they're excited to play, and that's that's what's important. You mentioned they're coming off a huge, you know, that comeback win last second when they're going to have a lot of momentum. How important is kind of the first couple drives, first quarter, even the first half, in kind of establishing the momentum? Well, I, th- I think like like us, they've been a um, really good second half team. So I don't know where that plays into it. With the Big Sky Conference, all four teams got first-round buys this year. Just what kind of a statement is that for the league that the quality of competition you face this year in the Big Sky? Yeah, I, I think uh, obviously we had a strong conference this year. Um, I think certainly all four teams are deserving. I don't know how you would sort one out because, I mean, 
three of us, Weaver, Sack, and us, we all split. Um, so I don't know how you'd ever sort it out. And then obviously we got beaten our last one by by uh, the Bobcats. So I, don't, I mean that's the way it probably ought to be. Um, we'll see how the weekend goes. Did you foresee the conference having four teams in this kind of situation before the year started? As far as the talent that you see across the Big Sky, you know I don't really think of it that way. So I, I, it's hard for me to answer. I think we have a good league, yeah. The fact that you did face those three teams this year, how much do you think that helped prepare you for this level of competition in the postseason now? Well, when you get to the postseason, everybody's good. Um, and I think that the teams that we played in our league, uh, we didn't play the bottom end of the league much. So I think our conference probably gave us a – our conference schedule, the Montana Grizzlies conference schedule, gave us a, uh, a good prep for the – playoffs um, if we're healthy enough to compete that also takes its toll so there's the the push pull or the you know one ways against the other if you play a little softer schedule you're healthier at the end of the year uh, certainly that wasn't the case for us obviously it's impossible to predict the weather for Saturday but I'm going to assume that it's cold you, you work with the weather man what's that <laughs> what's, <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> Well, I think it was in the mid-70s there or something like that for their game last weekend. And we kind of, when the playoff seating came out, we looked just for uh, entertainment's sake. And it was, I think, 76 there. And we were pretty bundled up over there for the the announcement. Um, it won't be warm here, that's for sure. And, and uh, you know, at this time of year, any any advantage you can get would help. I don't know if it'll be an advantage or not. Um, but it'll be cold, certainly. You've coached a lot, some of the all-time greats that have played at the school. You know, when it's all said and done, Dante is going to be right up there. What have you enjoyed coaching him for the last two years the most? What's that about him? Uh, you know, the fact that he's just a humble guy that works his tail off. He wants to be good. He, he uh, is not satisfied unless he improves. And then, you know, Personally, he's just a he's a wonderful guy to be around, and and he's he's good not just at football. He's he's a good person, so he, he's a great guy. Do you have any opinion on the expansion of the playoff field to twenty four teams? Because for so long it was sixteen teams. Um, well, I think that this, if I were to retroactively go back to former life here, I think it would have been real beneficial to us. You know, this this last Saturday off was good for us. Um, I think it would have helped us before, certainly. I also think that uh, in terms of if we never get to the national championship game, having it played with three-week break would have behooved our performance to be a little bit better. Um, you know, in the old days, we had to play on Saturday work all night Saturday night Sunday Monday and get on a plane Tuesday morning and fly back there it wasn't great for game preparation so I mean, I, if we can get good enough um, I think this is great for us if we can it doesn't matter
Coulter, I was in Bozeman for the Bobcat game a couple of weeks ago, and while I was there, I went over to the corner of Jackrabbit and Baxter and headed into the brand new Cathedral of Guns, Selway Armory. It was absolutely phenomenal. Their new store in Bozeman is everything you want and more, including a Sig Sauer store right in the Selway Armory store. Got a c- some confusion from a couple people that listen to this podcast. They said, what is Sig Sauer? <laughs> and they spelled it like cigarette. But, no, we're talking Sig Sauer, like S-I-G-S-A-E-U-R, some of the best handguns you'll find anywhere. They're experts when it comes to Sig Sauer's, as well as all other handguns, as well as all other firearms. Locations of both Missoula and Bozeman, but get your butt to that new Bozeman store. It's a beautiful store, unbelievable inventory, and those guys are experts. They'll help you find whatever it is you need. Hunting season, recreation, we all have people on our Christmas list, or maybe it's you yourself. Yes, I must say, once in a while it's nice to get your own self a present. You go in there, all of the guns, ammunition, accessories that you could imagine in culture, as you mentioned. Absolute experts. They know everything there is to know about the entire inventory they've got. Online, SelwayArmory.com. Montana is a gun enthusiast state. It's a hunting state. And Selway Armory is Montana's firearm superstore. Take the Selway Armory Challenge. Shop with Selway Armory for a year. Guarantee you're going to save money over the big box stores or anywhere else you might shop. Do yourself a favor. No matter where you're from in Montana, if you're making your way through southwest Montana, go see that new Selway Armory. And if you're in Missoula, go check out their location out Stockyard Road. Selway Armory, great products at a great price, along with world-class customer service.